Welcome to this week's Future Toolbox podcast. We explore the Z to A of life skills, where each letter stands for a topic and essential tool to help you get ahead in life. Meet Jules and Mark, creators of the multi-award winning Future Toolbox, and enjoy their straightforward approach to creating growth mindsets that help people turn their dreams into realities. Whether you're a teen in education, a parent, a teacher, or part of a community group, start creating positive habits from today. Hello there and welcome to this week's Z2A podcast with me, Mark, and Jules from the multi-award winning Future Toolbox. Hello and welcome everyone. So this is where we pick a letter and a topic and discuss how you can use our tools to improve your own personal development and life. So what is this week's letter? Well, this week we've gone for the letter F and F is for focus. So what we're going to be discussing is focusing on your future because... Guys, the anticipation is finally over and the moment's arrived for students and anybody that's taken any A-levels or GCSEs because the results are in. Yes, A-levels results week, GCSE results week, graduates are getting their results and it's a really exciting and also quite stressful time, isn't it? Very much so. Very A lot of nerves, a lot of emotion, a lot of fear, panic, worry, concern. But we're going to help you with how to focus irrespective of the result. And don't forget the parents as well. There'll be a lot of excited parents as well who will be celebrating or consoling whichever way the results have gone. But yeah, let's have a look at how that worked. Now, do you remember picking your results up? Well, do you know what? I've been thinking about this. I can't actually remember picking them up. And I have a vague recollection of something coming in the post, but it might not have been. But I think there's somewhere I'd went and picked them up. But I really can't remember. And I think it's because it was such a long time ago. <laughs> I actually went into school to pick mine up about three weeks afterwards because I think I was on holiday when the results came through. Oh, wow. And they were all on a great big board. You didn't actually get the certificates. They were posted to me. I do remember oh, that. maybe that's what I remember yeah. coming in the post then. But I actually went into school and read them on the board and saw the grades that I've got and thought, oh. Yeah, this is way before internet and you could have the results instantly. And I'm guessing yeah. some people would have stayed up until midnight or something and just waited for it to ping up on the internet. And that. But we've been seeing some people that have actually achieved way above what they wanted to, which is absolutely phenomenal. And obviously there's people that maybe it's not got exactly the results that they wanted but our biggest thing to say is the results are not the end all and be all of everything are they Mark? I've actually just realised we've written in the blog the end all and be all and I always thought it was a be all and end all. Is well, that it, the right phrase? It's either or. Yeah it's either one or, or the other. It? One or the other or the other or the one. <laughs> Half actually, a dozen of one and six of the other. Yeah. I don't know. No it's the be all and end all isn't it? End all and be but all. But anyway. Yeah, my mum used to say six and two threes instead of six and one and a half and does the other as well, which she still does. But. She still does, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's by the by. Our point is yeah. that whether you got the grades that you expected or not, it's not the end of the world. There you go, that's easier to it's say. It's not the world of the end. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to keep turning <laughs> phrases around now. But there's probably a lot of people sitting here listening to this week's episode and thinking, well, I haven't done my exams. I've done them ages ago. So if you haven't done your exams recently, let's take you back down memory lane to, to those days that you did and probably thought, oh, no. Or let's talk about how we apply that into life as well, because we want students to understand that if they work their hardest and give it their best shot, then they can look themselves in the mirror now and say, I gave it my best shot 
and I've deserved these grades or if they missed out, they might not have got exactly what they wanted. But that does apply to life as well. So it's about giving it your best shot in life. It's about the habits that you created along the way. Yes, the result will show how well you did on that day in terms of recalling information and being able to put that down on paper or whatever. But that journey to that exam date, that's where I think you pick all the skills, all the knowledge, all the habits, all the personal development that will see you through life irrespective of what grade you got. Yeah, applies to everything, doesn't it? You don't pass your driving test because you learn everything on the day you test. You don't become amazing at a particular skill because you just do it one day. It's like a musician. They don't just walk onto stage and perform that first ever time, that amazing performance. They practice and practice mm. for years, put on a play or go and see somebody at the theatre. They'll have rehearsed for ages. So it is yeah. about multiple rehearsals multiple practices and that applies to anything in life yeah so what we're going to have a little look at is whether you got the results that you wanted or perhaps it just didn't go your way on the day something else got in the way something else happened but it's now time to look at your next steps and we're going to give you some tools and ideas on how to be laser focused on taking those next steps and this could be whether you've just got exam results or you're just looking at maybe changing your path in life and also if you didn't try your hardest and you didn't give it your best shot in your exams well, this still applies to you as well because you can now make the changes. And I think, is it probably fair to say that me and you didn't try our hardest in our exams? Um, Absolutely, in my case, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I certainly didn't revise hard enough. So let's have a little bit of a celebration time. The exams are over. It's time to celebrate your achievements. If you've done it, you've got them grades, congratulations to you. You've reached a milestone in your educational journey. And these are a result of your hard work. So these guys need to be proud of what they've put in there. Yeah, we've talked a lot just recently about celebrating achievements, small wins and everything. So, you know, you've done it. You've got through it. You've got through the whole exam process. So well done to each and every one of you. So I guess the next stage after you've celebrated or commiserated, whichever way around it is, you can reflect and learn and just take some time to look at your performance, learn from the mistakes and look at what you did well and then move on from there. Yeah, so use this opportunity to assess what your strategies were. And like we just mentioned, the effort, hands up again, minimal effort from me resulted in minimal results. A big learning curve for me and since then have always tried my hardest and just been proud of being able to go through a process and get a certificate at the end whether or not I got a hundred percent or whether I only got 40% as my result. So yeah have a little reflect and learn from the things that went well and the things that didn't go quite so well. Yeah, for me, if I go back to my school days, my learning point would be to ask more questions because I just tended to bury my head if I didn't understand something. Oh, my learning point was to actually listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen a little bit more, <laughs> which is actually our next point. We wrote about exploring your options. Maybe the learning points are some of your options, but maybe it's looking next at what is out there. School obviously pushes a lot of people and education pushes a lot of people into the next stage of education. So if you're doing GCSEs, the natural progression for some people is A-levels. If you're doing A-levels, the natural progression is university. One thing that we've always said, having a background in apprenticeships, is to look at as many different yeah. options as you possibly can. 
because if you just focus on one of them, right, I'm off to university, you don't get the grades, you haven't got a plan B, that can sometimes be a really empty space to yes. be in. Yeah. And if you're outside the education, you're not studying for things, it's always good to have a plan B anyway. It is. You know, you might be at that stage in your life where you're thinking, do you know, I'm not happy with where I'm going. I think I need to change. You're probably not sure exactly what it is that you want to do. So with everything, whenever you're at this kind of crossroads or making a decision, gosh, exploring your options is vital to be able to give you as much information to make that decision. So yes, seek advice from everybody that you can imagine. So teachers, parents, professionals in the field of something that you may be looking to go into. This is actually just reminding me of a key point though, because a lot of people tend to set a goal and have a plan A and we talk about the plan B here. This brings us to a story of somebody we actually know quite well who was hell-bent on going to university to study a medical profession and then got sort of, I don't know, a term, a term and a half into the study and realising that this isn't actually for them. So then they had to make the choice of, do I stay on and push through? Which sadly some people do, and they, they'll end up with a, a qualification that they didn't enjoy. Or do I change it now and take another option? Now, this person actually chose the latter and went really bravely back to everybody in the whole world and said, this isn't working for me. I don't feel like I'm going to be successful in this. So I'm going to now change. And there was no shame in that at all. No, not at all. So now, again, on a path, a completely different path in science this time. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, if you look, a lot of people, certainly when they're in their sort of late 20s, early 30s, very often had an idea at 1920 of what their career was, what they wanted to do, but very, very, very often end up doing something completely different. Yeah, I wanted to be a bank manager. I'm so glad you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so glad I'm not as well. There's nothing wrong with being a no, bank manager at all. But I just don't think just, we'd have met. <laughs> no, it's just not for me. And that is very true. But yeah, I guess it is going back to that thing about exploring the options. So when I was at school, I did my work experience at a building society, and then I was focused. That was where I wanted to work, Yeah. A nationwide building society. And I got the job there. I ended up going to a careers fair just before I sat my exams. I went along with my mum. We went straight to the one stand, nationwide <laughs> building society stand. Wow. Told them that I'd done my work experience there. The lady was really helpful on the stand, and she said, look, if you apply for a job, if you get your qualifications in maths and English, apply for the job, put down that you've had a really good reference from your work experience placement, then you can go and work there. And I guess at that point, I only had one option. Thankfully, it worked really, really well. Mm -hmm. But what would have happened if I hadn't got that job? I don't know. It would have been Goodness strange. Knows. Yeah. Do you know, I had all these ideas as a young girl growing up, and I think somewhere in previous podcasts we've discussed this, but a few of the things that I wanted to be when I grew up was a librarian. I just <laughs> love the idea of being in a library because I just found them amazing, wonderfully calming, inspirational places. I thought, yeah, I want to be a librarian. Worked out that I can't keep quiet. So I was going to say, you love, <laughs> you love sitting there saying nothing for all that time. <laughs> but either way, it was a, an option for me. Another one was I wanted to be an air hostess. Yeah. Because I remember, and I'm going back to it, being a very young girl, it was such a glamorous job and you'd, you'd travel the world and stay away and it was like you were on holiday all the time. Yeah, another idea I had at one point was being a hotel receptionist. And even thinking back, I'm like, I'm not even sure why. 
But again, I think it, it looked quite glamorous. And I think the whole idea of meeting lots of people. My point is, I've done none of those. <laughs> absolutely none of them. And when I did leave school, I absolutely had no idea what I wanted to do. So I literally just looked for office admin roles, as they were called then. And I think actually I was called a clerk. <laughs> Clark, yeah, that's my right. Gosh, yeah. yeah, that's just come a blast from the past has popped into my head. But yeah, the point is you can have all these options, but also keep an open mind. That's one thing we've certainly learned in business is about being open to new ideas and options. Now we've heard lots of people in the past say straight away, that's not for me, I don't want to do that, that doesn't excite me, that sounds boring, or whatever negative statement it is. And I always think that's a shame, really, because if you're not open-minded about something, then you're not going to find out what it is. Now, you just said a moment ago about being an air hostess or cabin crew, as they're known as now. Now, I'm going to be really honest with you. I don't really have a desire to do that job. It's not for me. I don't like the confined space, and I think it's quite busy and stressful. However, I think it's a fabulous job. And the reason why I think it's a fabulous job is because the amount of times that me and you have been on flights... And we've spoken to the cabin crew, especially long haul flights. Sometimes you get a bit more chance to talk to people. And I found out why they love their jobs. And people say they love the idea of starting in one country and finishing another and maybe having a few days layover if it's a long haul flight. I also understand that people really enjoy the buzz of helping people that are going on their holidays, going on their travels and maybe having all that excitement because... They've hopped on a plane, they're all ready to go, they're all buzzing. Maybe there's a family there and the kids are excited. So I think sometimes it's about having an open mind and you might decide that that job isn't for you, but at least you know. Now with these aspirations that you've got in mind, it's really important to set clear goals and create a plan in order to achieve them. So whether that is securing your place at your dream university gaining practical experience through internships or even learning new skills it's really important to have a roadmap to provide you with a sense of direction on how to get that career or be on that new path that you want to be Mm, isn't it yeah yeah i mean we've done loads of stuff on goal setting we've got loads of tools on that and it is key that path laying it out now i've just thought about the amount of times we meet students in school and they say i want to be a youtuber yeah oh gosh yeah <laughs> things like this are so much more accessible these days we've had loads of conversations with people saying okay so you want to be a youtuber what are you going to put on youtube because yeah. you need to have so many followers before you actually start getting paid and making money from it you also need so many clicks and so many hits on them so it's really really difficult to just be a youtuber and make loads and loads of money out of it however if you've got a clear defined goal people do make money out of it yeah everything's achievable you just need to have that plan don't you You need to set it and stick to it and work to it so whilst you're doing that another bit of advice is always to seek support transition into your either your next educational journey or entering into the workforce or beginning your youtube career (laughs) (laughs) you know it, it can feel a little bit overwhelming to start with So it's really crucial to lean on the support networks that you've got available to you. Yeah, and it's key to build them as soon as possible. So again, if we use our business, the amount of people that we've leaned on for business support. Yeah, and still do. Yeah, mentors, advice, following people who are successful in business. And I'm not just talking about Elon Musk or Richard Branson, the (laughs) names that, again, teenagers will throw at us and say, I want to be Elon Musk. It's great to have that aspiration, but we've leaned on people that we mentioned a couple of weeks ago in, mm. in a podcast, people that we 
know locally that run small, medium-sized businesses, maybe sole traders and so on. Yeah, and seeking help is a sign of strength and maturity. So don't feel that you're not successful because you're seeking help or going to people and asking questions. It is a definite sign of strength and maturity. And also it will help to embrace your personal growth, which is the next big thing that we'd like to emphasise whilst on this part of your journey. Education goes beyond the classroom, embracing personal growth and taking opportunities to further develop your skills, broaden your horizons and go and engage in activities that ignite your passion and we had a podcast about passion just recently didn't we yes if you haven't listened to that episode p for passion that's definitely one to go back and listen to but it is about finding something that you really love and finding a way of getting paid for it yeah and if you don't want to get paid for it find something that you really love doing and just seek it as a passion there's nothing wrong with that at all but i think the key word there is P for passion, as we mentioned in that podcast. And it's a great way of increasing a positive mindset and staying motivated and staying on track and believing in your own abilities. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And the last thing that we want to say to you is don't give up in the face of challenges or setbacks that you may come across. Perseverance is a thing that is key to your success. And setbacks, are they are just temporary hurdles and you can get over them. Yeah, persistence is key. I mentioned also in a couple of podcasts that I've started learning to play the guitar. And I'm only a few weeks into it at the moment. So I'm not quite at the level of Guns N' Roses and Sweet Child of Mine, which is a song I do want to play, of course. But it's about overcoming those temporary hurdles. Now, last week... I was trying to learn some keys and I nearly threw the guitar through the window. (laughs) Not literally, I'm not that angry, but it was really, really frustrating. Most people put the guitar down and stop at that point. And my good mate Spencer, who's teaching me, said most people will quit in their first week. Now, at the moment, I'm only a few weeks in, but I've said to him, I promise you and I promise myself that I will not give up on this. No matter how difficult it is, I won't give up. That is exactly what you're just saying there. Just keep going. Yeah. Run through the wall if you need to and stay on track. That's it. And as we're discussing, stay focused. The letter and the word for this week is F is for focused. It is very easy to lose track of that goal or what it is that you're trying to achieve. But if you can stay focused and remember the reason why you're doing it, your determination and your dedication will define your success. Yes, so now it's time to take the next steps on your journey. So what better step to take than to go to our website and find lots of really cool tools at futuretoolbox.co.uk. You can also go to our social media because we're on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. You can also follow our YouTube channel. Get us to a thousand subscribers. Maybe one day we can make some money out of it. (laughs) And also we're on LinkedIn because we are everywhere. So thank you again for listening this week. Always as a request at the end of our podcast, if you like what you hear, share it with a friend. And even better, give us a little rating on the platform that you're listening to. But we really look forward to catching you next week for some more fabulous tools. So we'll see you then. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of Life Skills with Jules and Mark of the Future Toolbox. Don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. 
Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Future Toolbox and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.